You can get this full audiobook for free on Amazon, by clicking on the link in the description. Is brought to you, by the book guide. Out of the oasis and scrambled out of my rig. Then, I bolted out of my new office, sprinted down the hall, and jumped into the first elevator to arrive. The half-dozen GSS employees inside all avoided making direct eye contact. I could guess what all of them were thinking. Meet the new boss, weird as the old boss. I gave them all a polite nod and pressed the 13 button. According to the interactive building directory on my phone, the 13th floor was where the GSS archives were located. Of course, Halliday had put them there. In one of his favorite TV shows, Max Headroom, Network 23's hidden research and development lab was located on the 13th floor. And the 13th floor was also the title of an old sci-fi film about virtual reality, released in 1999, right on the heels of both The Matrix and Existence. When I stepped off the elevator, the armed guards at the security station snapped to attention. As a formality, one of them scanned my retinas to verify my identity, then he led me past the security station and through a set of armored doors into a maze of brightly lit corridors. Eventually, we reached a large room, its walls lined with dozens of numbered doors like extra-large safety deposit boxes, each with a number stenciled on its front. I thanked the guard and told him he could go as I scanned the doors. There it was, number 42. Another of Halliday's jokes. According to one of his favorite novels, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the number 42 was the ultimate answer to life, the universe, and everything. I just stood there for a few seconds, reminding myself to breathe. Then I punched in the seven-digit combination from the egg's inscription into the code pad beside the vault door, 8675309, a combination no self-respecting Gunter would have trouble remembering. Jenny, I've got your number. I need to make you mine. The lock disengaged with a thud, and the door swung open, revealing the vault's cube-shaped interior and a large silver egg sitting inside. It looked identical to the virtual egg on display in Anorak's study, except this one had no inscription on its surface. I wiped my sweaty palms on my thighs. I did not want to drop this and removed the egg, then set it on a steel table in the center of the room. The bottom of the egg was weighted, so it wobbled slightly before standing perfectly upright like a weeble. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. As I leaned in to examine the egg more closely, I spotted a small oval-shaped thumb scanner pad near the top, flush with its curved surface. When I pressed my thumb to it, the egg split in half and hinged open. Inside it, resting in form-fitting blue velvet, was some sort of headset. I lifted it out and turned it over in my hands. The device had a segmented central spine that appeared to stretch from a wearer's forehead to the nape of their neck, with a row of ten C-shaped metal bands attached to it. Each band was comprised of jointed, retractable segments, and each segment had a row of circular sensor pads on its underside. This made the whole sensor array adjustable so that it could fit around heads of all shapes and sizes. A long fiber optic cable stretched from the base of the headset with a standard Oasis console plug at the end of it. My heart had been thudding against my ribcage, but now it almost stopped. 
This had to be some sort of oasis peripheral, one unlike any I'd ever seen before and light years more advanced. A short electronic beep emanated from the egg, and I glanced back over at it. A flash of red swept across my vision as a tiny retinal scanner verified my identity a second time. Then a small video monitor embedded in the egg's open lid turned itself on and the GSS logo appeared for a few seconds before it was replaced by the withered face of James Donovan Halliday. Judging by his age and emaciated features, he'd made this video recording shortly before his death. But despite his condition, he hadn't used his Oasis avatar to record this message like he had with Anorak's invitation. For some reason, he'd chosen to appear in the flesh this time, under the brutal, unforgiving light of reality. The device you now hold in your hands is an Oasis Neural Interface, or ONI. He pronounced it ONI. It is the world's first fully functional, non-invasive brain-computer interface. It allows an Oasis user to...